My name is Lucy Thande, a servant of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And welcome to another EBC devotion. God's refreshing word is our topic for today. God's refreshing word is our topic for today. God's word is like refreshing rain that waters crops and seed. It brings new life to open, receptive hearts and meets us in our need. This is best reflected in a scripture passage from Isaiah 55, 6-11. Isaiah 55, 6-11. And let's read together. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them and to our God for he will freely pardon For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Verse 10. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And this is the word of the Lord. Isaiah 55 tells us to call on the Lord while he is near. Because God has promised us he will never leave nor forsake us. Because God is not planning and has never planned to move away from us, but we often move away from him or build a barrier between ourselves and him. But don't wait until you have drifted or strayed away, far away from God, to seek him. Because later in life, turning to him may be far more difficult because of hardened hearts. When we resist the word of God for so long, And for so many years, until we are old, our hearts are often hardened. So turn to God now, before it is difficult. Or God may come to judge the earth before you decide to turn to him. So seek him now, seek God now while you can, before it's too late. In verses 8, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are your thoughts. You know, the people of Israel, they often behaved as if they knew what God was thinking and planning all the time. They thought they were special and knew God. God's knowledge and wisdom are far greater than any man's. We are foolish to try to fit into God's mold, to make his plans and purposes conform to ours. Instead, we must strive to fit into his plans. No matter how intelligent or educated we are, it is imperative that we remember who God is, who God is and who we are. We are still finite, having a limited nature or existence, and we are not capable of understanding 
the finite nature of God. God is omniscient, is omnipotent, and is, is perfect in all his plans. God is big, we are small. God is perfect and we are not. God is all-powerful and we are weak. God is never-ending. But listen to this. God is never-ending, but, but we have but a few years on earth, the earth that he created. And God is steadily moving his creation towards that ultimate purpose. So let us in humility rest in the knowledge that he knows best and that his plans and purposes are perfect. And although our hopes may be disappointed, our plans may fail, and our expectations may be frustrated, God has a higher purpose to which he's working. And as his children, we are part of his eternal plan. Let us never forget that his thoughts and plans and ways and works are all working together for good. All working together for good to those that are called according to his purpose and to those who love him. The Lord God says in verses 10 to 11, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seeds for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You know, I grew up in a semi-arid countryside, full of whistling thorns and plenty of cactuses, which we loved to go and pick and eat when they were ripe. Oblivious to all the pickly thorns on it. But it will get very dry and windy and dusty in the dry season. But when it rained, the water produces marvelous changes in the arid region. For instance, the cooling water refreshed the earth and also refreshed us. The completely dormant cactus during the dry season would suddenly burst into bloom, displaying delicate petals of pink, gold, and white. The dry ground sprouts vegetation overnight, and the land is renewed and refreshed, and it looks beautiful. Likewise, Isaiah use, uses the rain's renewal to illustrate God's refreshing word. As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but waters the earth and make it bring forth and blossom, that it may give seed to the farmer and bread to the consumer. So shall God's word be that goes forth from his mouth. He says it shall not return to God void, but it shall accomplish what pleases God, and it shall prosper in the thing for which God sent it. The word of God carries spiritual vitality. It carries life. That's why it does not return a void. Because wherever, wherever the word of God encounters an open, receptive heart, it brings nourishment, refreshment, and new life. So will you open your heart today?
Will you open your heart today and be receptive to the word of God? It will revitalize you. It will transform you. It will refresh you and it will feed you. Pray with me. Almighty God and our Father in heaven, you are God and there's no other. You are God and there's none like you. We worship you and give you honor and glory. You are sovereign, powerful, full of glory, majesty and splendor. You are God of plan, God of purpose. And we trust and thank you because you have perfect plans for each one of us, your children. Today we approach your throne in the mighty name of Jesus. And because of his finished work accomplished on the cross, we have that confidence. Father Lord, we have sinned against you and neglected to do right. We have also sinned against our fellow men. Please forgive us, O oh Lord, in your mercy. Renew us and refresh us and make us acceptable in your presence. Lord, have mercy on us and grant us the joy of forgiveness in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you bring healing to our land, your people and nations. For the sick in hospitals and homes, Father, visit them and heal them. You are the healer and the greatest physician. We pray for comfort and peace that surpasses all understanding for the bereaved and the mourning. Health and blessings upon us, O Lord, we beseech you. Peace, healing, and the end of conflicts in this world you created perfectly, but we have corrupted it. For all leaders to use the wisdom and knowledge you have given them to rule with integrity and for the benefit of all peoples and for your glory. Just as you promised in your word that your word that goes out of your mouth will not return to you empty, but will accomplish what you desire and achieve the, the purpose for which you send it. We thank you, Father, in expectancy, for you are faithful to hear and answer our prayers according to your will and purposes. We ask all of this, believing in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.